0: Hi, friends.
1: Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist,
0: the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, um, we're going to be talking about a it, quote unquote famous atheist who's an uh, uh, atheist. She, who's, she got famous for a minute.
1: Yeah. Uh, we talked about her on the show. We did. It was a long time uh, ago, but we did. Uh, and uh and then she kind of disappeared and there's new stuff about and oh, oh. oh no. Oh, the scandal. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's it's good though. It's juicy and we're going to be talking about like, you know,
0: when people leave our our team. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean for us? Oh, I'm, no! I I'm questioning my own doubts. Yeah, I'm doubts, doubts, Dan. Doubt
1: your doubts. It's what we were told to do. (laughs) The Mormon prophet wants you to doubt your doubts.
0: And now I am. Oh, Oh, no. no! (laughs) First. (laughs) But but first, there's some stuff, some news from the week. Things that happened that uh, we need to talk about, Dan. Sure. Um, The first up. I want to take us down to Rio de Janeiro. Ooh, fabulous Rio. Ooh, where there's uh, that famous um, big statue of Jesus, right? The Cristo Redentor um, that looms over the city. I suppose I've never been, but pictures make it look like it's looming. Yeah, Um, arms outstretched. Yeah, it's quite the quite the striking image i will say i will i hand it to them i think it's uh i think it's a lovely piece of um public art i guess and Um,
1: significantly better than the one that we saw in uh arkansas the christ of the ozarks totally totally which which is a disappointing and (laughs) squat necked jesus
0: indeed um well down there in rio they are anxiously waiting Anxiously waiting for Taylor Swift to come and perform. Damn, she's on a big tour. She's been she's uh, in South America, obviously. Let me tell you
1: something. Those Brazilians are Swifties to a person. (laughs) Every one of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of the Brazilian Swifties, uh, Anthony Roberto Justice, uh, he's created the fan account at. Taylor Swift Brazilians. Um, <laughs> oh, which... oh,
1: did not see what what was coming with that one. <laughs> An actual Brazilian
0: may not know that there might be
1: <laughs>
0: another meaning. Yeah, but whatever, whatever. Um, the, and uh, he has uh, gathered uh, 60,000 followers on Instagram. Um, sure. And uh, he, he, he likes to boast that he is the first fan account from Brazil to get a like from Taylor. Okay. Ooh. And so he he has this idea. And he uh uh messaged the mayor of Rio, Eduardo Paez, about the possibility of projecting onto the Cristo Redentor <laughs> a Taylor Swift t-shirt. I love everything about this. So, so it will look like this. the Cristo Redentor <laughs> statue thing is wearing the same T-shirt that Taylor Swift has been wearing to or that she wore in the You Belong With Me music video. Oh, okay? my God. And, Let me tell you something. <laughs> if Jesus isn't a Swifty, I don't know who is. <laughs> well, okay, Dan. So the mayor is like, yes. We must do this. Okay, so then he publicly messages on X, formerly Twitter, uh, to somebody by the name of Father Omar, uh, to who I guess is the one that's in charge of the statue. He's he's the, the statue's projectionist. Yeah, he says. Uh, it says, Dear Taylor Swift fans, I'm going to ask Dear Father Omar to see if we can get this honor. He is the guy who runs the projections at Cristo Redentor. He is a projectionist. In the amazing. meantime, his Instagram is at Padre um, um, Omar Official. <laughs> well, Padre Omar, he has responded. Uh-oh. And he says, at Taylor's Taylor Swift fans, we received your comments with great joy and await to contact the singers people. <laughs> <laughs> no. <gasps> no.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I look. I kept waiting for the shoe to drop and you still haven't dropped it.
0: There's no shoe. There's um, <laughs> they have such Taylor Swift fever. The whole city is like just like Waiting with such great anticipation. Oh my! God. That they are going to uh, honor Taylor Swift with having her <laughs> T-shirt projected <laughs> onto Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> okay, listeners at home, all of you. <clears throat> the second a photograph <laughs> comes out of this, you are. To post it on our Facebook. You are to tweet it at us. You are to email it to us. I (laughs) cannot miss this. And I have ADHD, so I'm not going to remember. So that is astounding. I love it. That's, like, the
0: best thing. Because, like, I did the same thing you did, Dan, where, like, I saw the article and I'm like, oh, you're asking to get this done? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Nope. Nope. Padre Omar is going to put the hammer down on that. No. Oh no. He's into it. Oh (laughs) yeah.
0: And they project things onto the statue. This is not like a new thing, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's it's
1: clear that like if they have
0: a projectionist,
1: yeah, it's an established
0: thing, but it's always things that are of, of, uh, let's see, greats. Um, it is often used to highlight significant elements of culture, Um, this is justice the the fan saying this um he says it is not a place for advertising uh christ represents a point of reflection where we find peace and is one of the greatest beauties of our country it is it's an honor to host taylor
1: i'm just i can't i i love it i'm i might buy
0: tickets to brazil I, 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 just so like you can that, see the just to see it to with go my own the concert, eyes because you won't be able to get tickets to the concert even if oh. you wanted to go no Taylor's got to be a fan of the show right yeah. she's, she's going to get us tickets yeah,
1: Taylor I'm get sure. us down there oh. I got to see it
0: oh my god that's amazing
1: oh lord that is amazing it, that is my favorite thing I'm so happy about that, that you have made me very happy it's not on brand for the show I'm just going to say <laughs> So, I'm going to take us down a few pegs. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. This is still... This could be considered good news-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, ish. I'm taking us to London now, where the Church of England has had uh, a meeting of the General Synod. Mm. And, uh, you know, this is the highest people in the church. These are the mucky mucks, you know. Mm-hmm. You got your... Your bishop, Archbishop of Canterbury. You got your bishop of uh, London. Oh, you got yeah. you got uh, everybody. Who's anybody is there? Oh, totally. And uh, and they were there to talk about uh, what to do about the gays. Mm. Uh, as 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 our uh, we are a problem listeners. for them. We're a problem. Right. What, yes. What are they going to do
0: about us? Right. We keep. Keep wanting uh, equality. It's really kind of a crazy thing. It's kind of a thorn in their side. I wish you guys would just shut up. <laughs> uh,
1: so here's the thing. Um, longtime listeners will know that most of the English uh, bishops and clergy in the Church of England are pretty liberal about uh, the LGBTQ community. Mm. Mm-hmm. Many of them very much support full enfranchisement. Mm. Uh, just total and uh un- unadulterated. Uh, everybody, everybody's in, everybody counts. And uh, you know, many, but and ma- ma- you know, many churches in the Anglican communion are already there. But many are not, and they're furious and they hate it, and meh 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 meh. So they had this synod and Holy shit, you guys, Frank, I don't know if you're prepared for this. Okay. I'll, I'll they have agreed oh. to test out a pilot program <laughs> of prayers toward gay people. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you Can you believe it? Are you sitting down? Because, oh my God, they're going to say things. <laughs> It's so dumb. Uh, I can't even believe it's. It's literally, and oh, so people can you are curious about a
0: pilot program because when you said pilot program, I was like, did they pick a town somewhere in England where they're going to allow gays to get married? Right. Well, we're going to do a pilot program. We're going to see how it goes. Right. Here's but the thing just that prayer? What they're saying what what the opponents of this are saying.
1: Uh, for instance, when Stephen Croft, the Bishop of Oxford, uh, he says that this uh cuz they are testing the idea of standalone services uh and he says that this is basically tantamount to doing weddings for gay couples oh, in no. all but name what and you can't take it back once you've done
0: it once, it's been done and then you can't take it back once his, you've prayed for a gay person wait 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 is it what what am i missing here they're just uh, they're praying at us? Well, they're praying they're praying about gay people.
1: They so that they they're establishing a, a a like a collection of prayers. Yeah, but of, like
0: my parents pray about me, but that ain't nice, right? No. Like, right. What do you mean? Yeah. I think these are
1: supportive <laughs> prayers. I think that these are uh <laughs> nice prayers, not like please bless these perverts that they will stop being gross. Uh, I think that it's, I think that it's much nicer than that, but uh, yeah, I, it, it seems like such a tiny step, such a baby, baby step. And yet the way that they are talking about this, it is like they, it is tearing them apart. It is like literally, let me find the quote. There's a quote from, uh, one of the bishops, one of the big upper bishops. You know, you know how they have upper and lower bishops. Mm-hmm, yeah, it's so bad that the Archbishop of York, who's like the second in command after Canterbury, mm-hmm. uh, this is Stephen Cottrell. He basically said he said that the disagreements on this quote appeared to be stretching us to the breaking point. Oh no! But he also said. And this is nice that there should be no place for homophobia in our church.
0: Well, that's it. So that's, at least
1: he's on the right side of it, but yeah. like if you guys the can't agree point? that it's it's okay to just pray for gay people, <laughs> good lord people. You this is the liberal section of Christianity. <sighs> My god. Yeah.
0: You wonder why there aren't that many liberal Christians anymore right if they can't figure it out right it's if, if and the churches are, these are england, easy questions yeah the church of england can't figure this out <laughs> like, they can't even pray about gay people like no wonder liberals want nothing to do with with religion like that kind of religion anymore yeah absolutely, and religion not. in general apparently awesome. yeah well all right dan um Yo. we've talked about this guy now a couple of weeks running um our new speaker of the house here in the United States the in, in the US uh, uh in the Congress right Mike Johnson uh um, Hair Johnson <laughs> The thing that has our attention about this man is that he is uh a Christian nationalist Mm -hmm. um and he has you know a porn addiction problem that he (laughs) uh had to get had to uh involve his 17 year old son to help him out with yeah this guy um well he's he's some kind of like real great uh expert on on uh, our government, I guess. Mm. Um did you know that he um was an attorney for what's that group called? The uh Alliance Defending oh. Freedom? Yes, I did Um know that. and that's, that's a hate group for those of you who Yeah conservative
1: hate group for yeah. who not know. When
0: when he was there as uh se- the senior lawyer Uh, It was still called the Alliance Defense Fund. So if you know, if that rings a bell too. So yeah, so this guy, right, shocking, shocking, everybody has some weird takes on uh, (laughs) American government and he uh, is on record as uh, saying the separation of church and state is a misnomer, he said Mm. in an interview on uh what was the tv station oh uh, cnbc and he says people misunderstand it of course it comes from a phrase that was in a letter that johnson or that jefferson wrote it's not in the constitution right
1: (laughs) Yes, the phrase
0: is not in the Constitution. That's right. Right, but the concept most certainly is. Um, yeah. I also love, though, that he's like, you know, it's in some letter that Je- Thomas Jefferson wrote, right? <laughs> These are the same people that if they find some qu- fake quote, right, about the Constitution being inspired by God, we talked about one of those last week, if I remember right. Yeah. Um, no. They're all in, right? No, well, they will be
1: spreading that as far no, as they can. They won't, they won't stop to, like, the fact that it has, you know, that, that it says current modern slang or whatever, they won't even stop to, to ask any questions. They'll just, <laughs> they'll just spit it out there.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, he um, the, the letter that he's referring to um, is a, it's a famous letter from Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptist Association of Connecticut. Uh, he um, he wrote it when he was president of the United States. And it, you know, makes clear that the founding fathers were definitely thinking about separation of church and state when, you know, the Constitution was being drafted. And yeah, he 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 says that
1: in that term, he used the in that letter, he used the the term wall of separation.
0: yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah. He says Congress uh should quote make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, And then it says, yeah, that he uses that phrase of a wall of separation. Yeah, and um, but no, no, no no, 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 that's, no, that's Mike Johnson, he knows better. it's it's a misnomer, and he's he's promoting this this interpretation, right that let me see if I can find he so his stance, and you hear this a lot from from the right now, that what what the founders really wanted to do was to stop government interfering with religion. Right, right. But the, not the other way not around. Not the other way around. Religion so can interfere selfish. with government all, all it wants, but like government should not interfere. Yeah, that's what the founders were concerned about, I'm sure, yeah. right, was... Well, both, both but, things but both are things. important. Yes, both things are absolutely important but they want to just lean on the one side of it. And it's funny. I think we're fine with it being both ways, right? Like, it's not like we're just arguing the other side of it. Like right. they're just leaning in on this one little part of it. And I know last week I was like, Oh, fucking cares what a founding father says. But, um, <laughs> well, I did say that, but Thomas Jefferson people, <laughs> this isn't some Patrick Henry level. Founding father. <laughs> This is Thomas this is the Jefferson.
1: Thomas motherfucking Jefferson, guys, <laughs> come on, come on. All right, Ugh. good lord, yeah, I, you know, and th- that is a sentiment that I am hearing from uh, the right quite a bit right yeah. now. It started just with like preachers, yeah. Like who's that Jeffress guy in Texas? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He would say that. I think Mike Lee
0: may have said something like that. Of course, Mike Lee said something like that. Mike Lee, if it's, yeah, of course he Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, this is what, um, the, we're, I think we're going to be paying a lot of attention to Mike Johnson over the next weeks and months and hopefully not years. He's a, he's a scary figure to have in that, um, in that position, that level of yeah. of our government. I think we should storm the Capitol and invade his office. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Damn. Oh, that's, okay. not, that's not that's not how it. we when 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 they go low we go high, damn. <laughs> oh, that's so we should drop in from our, helicopters is our, that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, 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 that's that's Okay. It. Yeah.
1: That sounds good. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take us to Wisconsin now oh, where I love Wisconsin. The the Wisconsin uh state legislature has has really found a way to right a horrible wrong uh going forward. So Mm. that's great. Uh, the the state Senate on Tuesday passed an amendment to the state constitution. Uh so if it goes forward, uh it will add one sentence to the constitution that will finally that will keep things uh safe. Uh now this may not I I don't know if it'll uh if it'll pass. Their their uh governor is a democrat. Right. And these are all GOP people. But here's here's what they propose. This is in an in an article of the constitution that is about uh uh religious freedom since we were talking about that. Uh the article and the the sentence that they want to add onto this thing that says things like the right of every person to worship Almighty God according to the dictates of their conscience shall never be infringed, hmm. nor shall any person be compelled to attend, erect or support any place of worship. Blah blah blah. Lot all that stuff. Okay. They found something that was that was just glaringly missing, okay. and they've closed it up, okay. and that is. The, the the following sentence, nor shall the state or a political subdivision of the state order the closure of or forbid gatherings in places of worship in response to a state emergency at the national, state, or local level, including an emergency related <sighs> to public health.
0: Uh, oh God, these people suck.
1: It just reads, it's statesmanlike, isn't it? <laughs> it just, it's just they should be so proud because it just it it has that air hmm. of uh of uh of gravitas to it
0: mm-hmm. they're Boy. just not serious people they what? they're just not they 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 don't care about any <sighs> okay when when the next pandemic comes along and sorry everybody it is coming Or I, mean, I don't know like i, I haven't heard that it's coming but it there's another one coming sooner or later wuhan the, and, the lab in wuhan is working on it as it we and it turns out that it's not as not as mild <laughs> as, <laughs> as this one right right uh and it turns out to be more along the lines of what epidemiologists and whatnot like had been and public health experts had been anticipating right, right. when it's actually something like the movie what was the movie R- contagion right we yeah Gwyneth- there
1: were a couple of those yeah back in the 80s and 90s or whatever like
0: when it's that let's yeah okay keep your churches open All
1: right yeah like I, I i just think i you know if you keep your churches open during that just everybody just mark everybody that's been there because uh <laughs> i will want to know and uh be able to avoid those people especially
0: yes indeed well, good for them. They're just staking out important rights, enshrining yeah. them in the constitu- in their con- state constitution. That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. It, it, and uh, ironically, that sentence comes literally after a whole clause about how no preference shall be given to, uh, by any law to any religious establishments.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Yeah. Honestly, when you said Wisconsin and constitutional amendment, I thought they were going to be lowering the drinking age to like 12 or something, but <laughs> that would be better. That would be way better.
1: I would be totally
0: much more okay
1: with that. <laughs> Not all the way. Okay. With it, but like way better
0: because those people drink up there. But anyway, yeah, that's true. All right, Dan. Um, I've got a story about uh, that concerns uh, one. Mr. Pope Francis. Um, oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, or actually, I think he's famous. Um, we might want to start calling him like Don Francis or something. After <laughs> Don this Francisco. One. Yeah, after this one. Um, and I, I do like also that uh, that the the article they found the grumpiest picture of Francis <laughs> they could find to go along with this one because because he, he's he's kind of smiley. He's normally like such a happy guy, right? Yeah. But uh, no. Uh, he he is using his powers as uh the the <laughs> as the head of the Catholic Church and he is he has fired a Texas bishop a Texan bishop after uh the the, the guy wouldn't shut up about oh. Francis's uh quote unquote reforms of uh the church I mean, right. the, so so this is a uh, guy's name is Joseph Strickland Bishop Joseph Strickland of yeah. Tyler, Texas, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's he's sort of a leading voice, I guess you could say, in uh, a certain brand of American uh, Catholicism. The shittiness. Um, that's really really conservative. I mean, they have groups like um the coalition for canceled priests. Um oh my god. You know. <laughs> that that is there. brilliant. <laughs> the coalition for whiny wines. For Sadie sad sads. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um so this removal comes uh in the wake of um po- the pope uh speaking about the quote unquote backwardness of some use us Catholic church leaders. And this is all about like, they're all pissed off because, because Francis has been trying, he's, he's, (laughs) I mean, I guess they actually did. Like we, we, we talked about this last week. They, they came out with um, kind of an amazing announcement about uh, trans people being able to like participate in, Mm -hmm. in the Catholic church sort of officially like Like in ways, like in the sacraments of the church, which sort of completely blew my mind. Um, And so I'm sure that's like a big one for these, for these folks, but also like they're, they're like upset about the Pope's uh, stance on abortion, which you're going to have to fill me in on that one.
1: Right. Well, yeah, he's, well, I mean, I think that one like he's done shocking things, controversial things like allowing women who have had abortions to come back and like have <laughs> communion and stuff.
0: Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. Like really Just, changing the church's position on the issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, r- rather than it being what it is, which is he like, you know. Yeah, isn't he still hates it? But he doesn't want to pin a scarlet it. letter on anybody. Yeah, yet. exactly. And apparently also they're upset because they, they think he's gonna make moves on same sex marriage and whatnot. Right. Um, which he's not. No. He has
1: pushed out on all the things. Yeah. Um, he just he, he mumbles about them and then everybody gets scared for a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So back in July, um he this uh Strickland fellow said that many basic truths of Catholic teaching were being challenged, um, including what he called attempts to undermine marriage as instituted uh, by God. Obviously Uh, he criticized as disordered quote unquote disordered uh, the attempts of those who reject their undeniable biological God-given identity. He suggested that attempts to change quote that which cannot be changed would lead to irrevocable, an an irrevocable schism in the church Uh, and those seeking change he warned are the true schismatics right so right so this bishop is like no the pope is the problem right the pope pope is is schisming not me right I'm just
1: I'm just stuck in the same bullshit right thing I've always been in it's the pope that's being a dickhead and so
0: like you know uh, God's representative on earth is has gone astray right in this guy's mind yeah uh so anyway um the pope uh he's tired of it he fired him he's done this guy's gone well there you go i
1: you so. know i saw this story too oh yeah uh he's and and to be clear he has not been defrocked no he is just he is just a, a shepherd without sheep now he he doesn't have a diocese anymore mm. uh so actually I saw a different story where he showed there, there is a conference of American bishops right now mm-hmm. happening somewhere and he showed up, but didn't go in. Oh, he like, he like stayed outside, which is a, an especially sad thing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I I actually looked at Tyler, Texas. I was curious about this place. It's sort of halfway between Dallas and Shreveport, Louisiana, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, wow. Okay. And I went to the Google Maps and I went and looked around Tyler, Texas a bit. It's a shitty place. Aww. It's It's a, I I'm I it's not surprising that this dirt bag would be from here. I did l- I wanted to see one of the Catholic churches in Tyler just to see what what he was Ruling over what he was fighting for his chance to to continue to keep uh, (laughs) ruling over. And I got to say, if you have a Catholic church, you know, when you start thinking about how the Catholics have, how the Catholic church as an institution has bilked poverty stricken Catholics for centuries and centuries and just had wealth for forever. Uh I think it, you need to be careful and probably not put your church on Easy Street. Literally, <laughs> that is the address of one of the Catholics. It's on Easy Street. Oh, my God. Oh, Catholics. Um, well, I'm going to close this out with a, a story, two stories, actually, that are related, both about atheists uh, who were imprisoned. Okay. Uh, here in these United States, uh, I'm going to start with a guy named Mark Janney uh, who w- has served his time, uh, but and and was released to parole. And when he was paroled, his parole officer said, "Well, you're going to have to stay at this uh, Denver Rescue Mission, uh, uh. which is a Christian homeless shelter." Uh. And one of the things about this rescue mission is that to stay there they require you because of course they do because they're dickheads to participate in services and to go to bible studies (sighs) right and all of that fun shit and faith based counseling oh god uh and of course this is an atheist he had no desire to do any of that right nor should it have been required of him right this is literally the state requiring him to do all of Ah, this stuff that's wild Uh, so he, uh, eventually, and so he basically wouldn't do those things and they, they, you know, and he had suggested other things. He was like, I can go and stay with my friend's family. I don't have to do this. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him, his parole officer wouldn't let him. So he went to the, this, uh, this shelter Mm -hmm. and wouldn't participate. And was kicked out of the shelter, and then because he was kicked out of the shelter uh and didn't have you know a there's something about you have to have an address something something uh-huh uh he was deemed in violation of his parole oh, Jesus christ and sent back to jail <sighs> for th- for th- five more months oh uh,
0: that's 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 awful
1: yeah anyway uh <clears throat> He uh, he sued about it but represented himself because he couldn't afford representation and uh that didn't go very well. Yeah. But uh and you know he the court dismissed his case. But the ACLU and the Amer and Americans United for Separation of Church and State took up the mantle Good. in 2020 uh and and sued and the dismissal now there there hasn't been a a trial yet but the dismissal was overturned by the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals. So that is great huh and and the, and they were really uh they they their decision was strongly worded they said that everybody has quote the basic right to be free from state sponsored religious coercion yeah so which yeah. that's what that was so that's, that's one story yeah that's really okay well and so you know that's going to be ongoing there's no there's no resolution to that yeah. yet but at very least, when you try to when you deprive someone of their freedom based on n- them not wanting to be indoctrinated into your like fairy tale, uh, yeah. Hopefully, and and also he's been cleared to sue for damages for, oh, for good. monetary damages. Yeah,
0: okay. He so
1: that's it. that is a uh, an important thing. Uh, then I take us to West Virginia, where uh, something. Different but similar happened. Uh, in this case, it is uh, a guy named Andrew Miller uh, who was also in prison for burglary, I believe, and was, and was forced while he was in prison in the, uh, the West Virginia Depar- Division of Corrections and Rehabilitation. Uh, he was forced to be part of a rehab program called the Residential Substance Abuse Treatment, which is RSAT, uh, probably because they didn't want... They they originally probably had it say something about a rat, but then they decided, <laughs> nah, we'll, we won't be that overt. Anyway, this is a, you know, it's a, it's a uh, substance abuse program, but of course, it has... Just Jesus is scattered throughout the whole thing, left and right. There's a handbook that's just full of like the it's got the lord's prayer and you know the 12 steps with the higher power thing and blah 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 and it they were like required to do homework and the stuff where they were you know they were asked questions like what god means to me or what prayer means to me Aww. and blah 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 nothing was that the fuck all yeah. how about that
0: yeah
1: uh obviously this guy didn't want to be uh, preached at. So he kept, you know, he fought it, he he came up with other uh potential things that he could do. He's offered to do the the program minus every part of the program except the Jesus parts. Mm. And they refused categorically, and here's the thing. Failing this program makes you is reported to the parole board. <sighs> So literally failing this program is grounds for denial of your parole. Oh my God. which uh, which happened? of course. Um, three separate times. Ugh. So
0: I, where, American atheists, yeah, where did they to get off? Because like, this isn't like... like I guess this is like obviously like a Christian's wet dream, right? Yeah. Right. Like somebody who's seeking to, but, but this is not conversion, right? No. Like, it's like coercion. Yeah. And like, but, but they're fine with that. They're okay. Oh, yeah. They're great. So, like they would love to just force everybody to be Christian. And here's like, if, if anybody ever says that they, they're, they're not f- for right. That like, there are not Christians out there who would force people to be Christian. Here's the example.
1: Yeah. There and there's plenty of examples. Yeah, but yeah, this is a great. This is literally they have a captive audience. They have someone that they can just force to do what they want. Yeah. Uh, except that he didn't. Yeah, and he wouldn't participate after trying lots of different things, trying to get them to do it, after appealing decisions, et cetera, et cetera. He finally was forced to just say, "No, I'm not going to do this," mm-hmm. and uh, and then not get parole for it so american atheists and jeff blackwell their their lead uh attorney stepped up to the plate nice uh and and filed and filed lawsuits on miller's behalf and uh c- congratulate he's here's the thing there was some arrangement reached which was not made public uh some some settlement was reached but uh what we do know is that the, uh, the Department of Corrections, the, the Correction Division, whatever it is, had to pay a, a sum, $80,000 in legal fees to uh, Mountain, Justice, Mountain State Justice and American Atheists.
2: Hmm.
1: And uh, we know that Miller is free uh, as of now. So okay. he's out. That's okay. good. And uh, other than that, whether, whether Miller himself was compensated is not specified. Okay but a judge did rule in their case that uh this was a sorry this is US district judge uh Joseph Goodwin who issued a, a an injunction ag- against uh the West Va- uh, West Virginia Department of Corrections Division of Corrections or whatever uh told them they had to remove that program from Miller's individual program and uh from and make make sure that they never put anyone in this position again wow so they are they are required to to do that uh and the judge was livid the judge was like miller uh you know, he said that if the case were to proceed through the courts miller would win would probably win and if action wasn't taken immediately he would li- he would he was likely to suffer irreparable harm Wow. Which I th- I su- I suggest he already has. Yeah. I suggest that you've already harmed him irreparably. Or you know, maybe it's reparable, but uh you shouldn't
0: have to be reparated for Yeah, it shouldn't exactly.
1: have to be repaired. Yeah. So so it was a forceful uh ruling wow. uh which included things that were things like the evidence before the court wholly supports mr miller's allegations that the defendants have substantially burdened his protective religious exercise um they the judge hmm. ruled that the plaintiff is likely to succeed on the merits of his uh, state claim that you know that was a claim against uh, the west virginia state constitution and against his uh, claims uh, on the us constitution of free exercise the free exercise um, clause of the U S constitution. So yeah, uh, that was that. So now not only does Miller get to be uh, a free man and, and not have to put up with their bullshit, but hopefully it will save a whole bunch of other uh, people from having to deal with it too. All right. So that's good uh i'm pleased with that i think that those are both uh things moving in the right direction even though a lot of the country is moving in the wrong direction there are there are some good things happening in the world so that's uh hooray awesome even if our our speaker of the house doesn't uh agree with this sort of thing (laughs) Well, if you would like to write into us, uh, call into us, you can You can do so. Contact
0: at thankgodimatheist.com is the email address. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up.
1: Frank Dan uh your home state your well one of your home states of Oklahoma, yeah has elected a man to Senate to the u s states or to the u s Senate, not the state Senate okay this is Senator Mark Wayne Mullen, oh. and uh, I want you to picture him as he says what he's about to say. Um, he is in uh, cowboy jeans and a button up <laughs> shirt and a ten gallon hat whatever. He's just folks. as all get out. He like, he just walked off the set of Yellowstone. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to play a couple clips from him. Okay. So I want you to hear the first one. This is from about a month ago.
3: When I speak, I also speak about my heart too. Something I've had to change about loving the people love the call. You guys, many of you guys have heard me say that. And a lot of times I talk about that because I, I choose my attitude. There's a lot of times we can get angry about politics. We can get mad at someone. I heard someone back here a while ago when I was talking saying baloney. Because we get passionate about it. But, Lord still calls us to love. And so even if you disagree with me, I still love you. I still I still respect you.
1: So, you mm, know, that's nice. But that's nice, that feels, Dan. That feels christ-like i suppose <laughs> jesus-y I guess <laughs> um okay uh a, a little a little uh disheartening to hear a senator invoking jesus like that but he wasn't on the senate floor he was just in a in a town hall meeting Fine. Or whatever so oh that wasn't church <laughs> no oh no but i thought it was church. <laughs> yeah uh but the next clip i'm gonna play is the same guy this last week On the Senate floor. Oh, okay. uh, Showing us how he practices that Christ-like love and and respect, even when he disagrees with someone. Uh, This was at a hearing, and there was a witness there from the Teamsters Union. And we'll just hear their interaction.
3: Okay. Last time, (laughs) him and I kind of had a back and forth. I appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you... Tweeted at me five times. And let me read what the last one said. Um, it said, greedy CEO who pretends like he's self-made. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here.
0: Okay, that's fine. Perfect.
3: You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then.
1: You stand your butt up. Oh hold on! The oh, hold, stop it!
3: Is that the your part. solution,
1: to every poll? Oh, no, no, sit down. Oh, sorry, you're sit down. Okay, you. are know, oh, okay, a United States senator. Sit down. Oh, okay. So yep, they were gonna go to blows. That was literally a United States fucking senator challenging a witness at a hearing
0: to fight him. He, he's a fool. He's a <laughs> fool. Fight a teamster? That guy would. I don't. I don't even need to see these two. Well,
1: I will say this: uh, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen yeah. was apparently a an MMA
0: fighter. Oh, uh, shut up! Or, oh, so okay. Your Oklahoma knows how to pick them, y'all. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, Teamsters. Teamsters yeah. are serious. That union is serious. Yeah, you do not yeah. fuck with the Teamsters. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Good grief! That
1: I you gotta love it when Bernie Sanders has to like. Stop the fight! <laughs> you're a you're, you're a United States senator. What are you doing? It, yeah, good lord. Uh, yeah. So there, that's that. You know, when you love your uh, your opponents, that's that's a great way to show it. All right. Well, we had uh, some folks commune uh, communicate with us. We did. Commune. I don't know. Uh, maybe they communed with us. Uh, I'm going to start with Eric. Who said, hi, Frank and Dan, of the several people and podcasts who have mentioned the weird Mike Johnson Covenant Eyes story, that's the story of him and his 17-year-old son monitoring Mm -hmm. each other's porn Mm -hmm. usage, or maybe they're using it to share porn with each other. We don't know. Uh, There's one angle that I didn't really hear addressed. I think that it belies the fact that deep down, these people don't really believe there's an omniscient, omnipotent God. <laughs> think of it this way. If you believed there was an all-seeing God capable of, of observing your every action and peering into your deepest thoughts and desires, and that God was holding the very fate of your eternal soul as collateral, why on earth would you need another dumb mortal to be your accountability partner? Mm. I, you know, I guess I understand that sentiment. That makes sense to me, although I have to say, when I was a teenager and I believed with all of my heart in the church, in in the truth of the Mormon church, Mm -hmm. and I believed with all of my heart that masturbation was bad and evil and could put me in jeopardy of eternal torment that didn't stop me <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are there are primal works at play, and yeah. uh I'm afraid our our little frontal cortexes are no match for the 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 deep evolutionary mandates
0: of of sex, yeah. Um what if I uh, you and your dad had like shared First, covenant eyes uh, accounts. Nope. How dare you? <laughs> More because I don't
1: want to know about him. I I don't it's let not it's not even him knowing about me. It would it would have been I don't want to know anything. Nope, we're not never. I quit the family. That's I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: Oh golly! Yikes! Well, we uh, we have a voicemail, do we not? Yeah. Also about Covenant Eyes. So let's uh, let's have a listen. Let's, all
2: right. Hey guys, I just listened to your conversation about uh, Mike Johnson and Covenant Eyes, and that a whole very 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 strange, very unhealthy like mess. Um, there was a comment about, and I, I believe this because I feel like I've read this before. About how um, religious people tend to be the ones with porn problems, and I, I, I heard years ago that like Utah was the, like the largest consumer of pornography in the country. But I I wonder if it's not that religious people are more likely to have a problem with porn, so much as they are more likely to perceive porn consumption as problematic so like maybe they have the same habits as anybody else but they see it as a problem and the that's where the shame comes in and the guilt and the um like the the feelings of unworthiness and dirtiness like i i wonder if it's not just like you don't have a problem you just you just like think this is bad and that's hurting you Anyways, my two cents. Later. Yeah, I mean, that's
1: definitely the heart of the thing, right? Yeah. Is that they think that it's bad. But I will say this. Uh, no, it's actually people who feel compuls- compulsions toward uh, porn use. Mm. Like they, they can't not use it. They, mm. feel, they feel out of control. They feel unable to not do it. That's a, that is also a problem. That is a wildly disproportionate, disproportionately uh, a problem of the religious yeah uh, world. Hmm. Yeah,
0: so fun, yeah. Also, so cute. I think it, it it was that Utah paid the most for porn, wasn't that what it was? Oh, really? It was it was oh, some I- weird confluence of like they weren't gonna steal like the <laughs> porn, right? So they were being honest in one way by paying for it. <laughs> I think it was something th- weird like that. But I, th- I do think that Utah's porn consumption, just
1: in general, per capita, was really, really yeah, high. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. So that's fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, friends, uh, if you would like to be a part of helping to make this show go and make it possible uh, and, uh, and also receive fun extras like the Frank and Dan Diary, which is something that we do every week, that is uh, ex- accessible to our patrons, you can become lucky you a patron of the show. Woohoo! And the, the way that you do that, you go to, to thank God, I'm atheist.com. You, you click on the support tab. There's two things. There's a, there's a thing that says, Hey, go do a one-time donation over on PayPal. Or there's a thing that says you can, uh, you can become a Patreon patron and that's where the Frank and Dan Diaries are so if that's what you're after, go there uh, and either way uh, you can, you'll can you become magical we'll give you magic powers that don't work uh, so that's pretty special but you'll mostly just be helping us keep the lights on here at Think Autumn Atheist uh, and with that, we we have someone to thank, do we not? We do indeed we have our top donor, Dan, our lord and savior Davis. more show coming up well frank dan and then a a bomb hit the atheist community
0: this week. oh this this one this just are you okay it hit me hard dan (laughs) hit me so hard and a name from the past a a blast from the past came came back up and i was like wait a second who is that and then i was like oh yeah i remember that story so
1: yeah, years ago we we reported that uh, a woman named Ayan Hersi Ali, mm-hmm. a former Muslim,
0: mm-hmm.
1: had left her her Muslim faith, and uh, and and joined the uh, the ranks of the atheists. Yeah. Um, and oh, and it just made a, us
0: all feel so good.
1: I guess so. <laughs> she wrote a book called "Infidel Nomad and Heretic," and you know she she sort of made a big splash mm-hmm. coming coming out of of. Uh, Islam and talking about it which admittedly there aren't that many outspoken uh, former Muslims at least yeah. here in, in the US yeah it's true so you know she she got a lot of attention for a while and then we didn't hear from her at all Yeah, for a long time I didn't hear anything for a long time and then we just found out she has j- she calls herself a Christian now. She's Christian.
0: Oh no! And if Poor you think
1: I'm being weird about my phrasing, calling herself a Christian, just know that uh, she she literally wrote uh, a piece for what is it? Oh, some some thing um, that, and she starts it with the phrase, "Why do I call myself a Christian now?" So oh, I'm 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 using her wording there. That is that's awkward. It, it's she, weird, and the other thing is that, like, in all of the things that she wrote, she never professed a love for Jesus or a belief in the writings, the Bible, or whatever. <laughs> but rather, she professed a uh, a community with Christians because she hates wokeness.
0: Oh. she
1: Anti-woke. It, she, big old anti-woke. She says, Western civilization is under threat. Oh, uh, from three great, uh, from three different but related forces, <laughs> the resurgence of great power authoritarianism. I, I mean, I think that uh, authoritarianism is a problem it in is. the United States. I agree with uh, her. She's saying in the form of the Chinese Communist Party and Putin's Russia. Oh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. And then she says the the rise of global isl- Islamism, which threatens to mobilize a vast population against the West and. The viral spread of woke ideology. It's like a virus. People, we, we caught it, Frank. We caught the woke.
0: (laughs) I know. I, I was, I, I I was sloping. Um, and now I'm a woke. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: in another thing, she, uh, she made a video for Prager University. Good Lord. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, and
1: she, she was comparing wokeness with Islamism, which what? is an amazing comparison. Uh, one of the things that she said, she said, the two ideologies have distinctive rituals. Islamists shout Allahu Akbar and death to America. The woke shout black lives matter. And (laughs) I can't breathe. Uh,
0: I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) What? Basically the same thing. Basically (laughs) like I, I'm looking at it and they feel like just rewordings of the same in the same
0: ideas. But I'm, I'm confused here. Okay. Let's walk through this again. Right. So there's these three things, blah, blah, blah woke she doesn't want to be woke she doesn't want to be affiliated with wokeness yeah so she's no longer atheist and now she's like over with the christian i don't understand she's she's confusing some things here right yeah not all atheists are woke
1: right no but it actually like really warms my heart. That she, in hating wokeness and in like really pursuing w- crazy right wing ideology, didn't feel welcome in the atheist community. <laughs> I think that there's something kind of wonderful about that. I feel kind of good there. Um, I, I, this is an interesting thing. I, I had just seen, and this made me think of it. I had just seen there's a guy on Twitter. Who's amazing at um, sort of coming up with visual ways to uh, to, to present data? Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's a political scientist at some uh, college somewhere, some university somewhere. Right. Anyway, he posted. He had just posted a thing that was pointing out that there is a uh, mounting evidence. There's the continuing to grow evidence that uh, people. That, that religious belief actually follows political stance. So the more conservative you come, the more you lean then after toward religion. And the more liberal you are, the more you lean away from religion. And okay. it's not because of the religion. It's the religion actually follows the, uh, the, I, the sort of the political ideologies. Okay, so that's really interesting. But Hersi uh, Ali hmm. is a perfect example of this. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. she, she didn't have a religious belief. She still doesn't seem to be tremendously religious. Like none of the way she's writing is a, an affirmation of Christianity,
0: hmm.
1: other than to say, "I'm done with those woke ass liberal." uh atheists
0: that's amazing
1: and i'm and and you know dennis prager is going to give me money if i uh if i if, if i come over to his side of the
3: thing
0: well i say no big loss in this one yeah i'm not that worried about it yeah i mean we were looking through we were trying to find examples of other sort of like notable atheists right who, who recanted who yeah mm-hmm. and and like, I, we found some strange lists online yeah nobody really stood out as being like oh that's a loss right yeah right oh no
1: Anne rice what will we yeah. that, was, that was the only name we even recognized
0: <laughs> and it's like oh she went back to catholicism we lost oh. the vampire lady say it ain't so yeah. There was another yeah. one not too long ago where somebody had sort of gone back to to religion and I I can't remember who it was. Their name wasn't on that list. But yeah, I mean it happens. People are funny. People people's you know, people evolve, right? People change. Right? Yeah. And I'll tell you, well, you and, going, and, 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 and you know what? People come into the into atheism, people go out of atheism, but the net gain still con- seems to be on our side. Oh, right? dramatically. And um and so, you know, okay, even if it was like, you know, the ghost of Christopher Hitchens showed up and <laughs> it's like it's like Ooh, I recant. I believe.
2: I'd I mean be like, that might- well,
0: that's kind of sad. It's strange that there's a ghost of Christopher Hitchens. Uh-huh. But um He's the last right. person who I would expect to show up as a ghost.
1: <laughs> right? It it might be convincing, frankly. Hitchens. That that one might that one would have me scratching my head a little bit, I gotta admit. I just think here's what I think. I think uh a lot one of the things that I haven't seen, because I saw a lot, you know, a bunch of atheist reaction to this. Mm-hmm. What I didn't see was anybody going oh no, like feeling bad about it or whatever. I just think uh, here's a, and some people might feel that way. Some people might mourn the loss of someone from who who they, they have sort of attributed to being in their tribe. And to those people, I say, no, atheism is not a club. It is not a, it's, it's not fight club. You know what I mean? It's not a, uh, it's 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 not a university fraternity or whatever. Yeah. It's just you know, we we all have we all share this one sort of this one thing, which is a right. lack of a belief. Right. And then there's a huge, huge uh group of different minds in it that, that believe a lot of different things. Yeah. And that's all fine. And that's but like I do think I like the idea that uh atheists are not tribal. Are not as tribal or at least I haven't seen this as so many Christians and right. uh you know it's it's a part of our identity but it isn't our identity and it shouldn't be. Right. Uh even you know you and I do a podcast about atheism but outside of this show and you know outside of you know my our my public persona where you know I'm asked on TikTok about my atheism or whatever but other than that i'm not it's not a big deal in my life most of my life it's just a sort of non-issue
0: yeah yeah same here like i to be honest if i hadn't uh done this podcast with you dan uh started it 12 years ago or whatever it is i don't even know how much i would even think about it at this (laughs) point in my life right you know what i mean like i would have read a couple christopher hitchin books you know as some you know 10 years ago or whatever anyway and uh we have just been like oh that's nothing i need to spend a lot of time on right Right. like fine i don't believe in god why does that mean i have to like do anything yeah turns out i do a podcast but whatever right but, um, but yeah,
1: I mean, other than it's good to pay attention to what's happening and you know what's happening in
0: our country. Oh yeah, I'd be paying attention to it and I'd be concerned, but it wouldn't be yeah. I Yeah. Just anyway, I,
1: I, I don't don't cry a, a tear for Ayan Hirsi Ali. Uh we're we're fine without her. I don't think many uh, people
0: are, Dan. Like no, I on, don't think so either. On the atheism uh subreddit. People seem to just be kind of like, oh, fuck, who cares? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Yeah. I love it.
1: Although, I, I, it does, she is a good test case for the theory that you and I have had this whole time, which is that if either of us were willing to sort of be shitbags for money, mm. if we just came out and just, and, and said, we were these prominent atheists, and then we uh, and, and were converted back to Christianity, the book deals would just come pouring in. <laughs> we, we, would, we would have our own show on the Blaze Network. We would, we would be making real money.
0: Dan, why don't we do it? I know. Why don't we do it, stupid. Dan? Uh, it's this all part point, of our plan. At this point, I want to retire at some point. Like Right?
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll do it at some point. And, so, and you guys will know that, it, that we're just being jerks about it, that we're not sincere, but they, you know, they don't even care at that point. Boy, All I, I they hope, care about is the story. I hope
0: nobody finds this. Uh, none of the Christians find this episode, Dan.
1: I just hope they find it after we've made a bun- <laughs> they've paid us a bunch of money. You Whatever. guys are fine to release this but give us give us like a year to make some some to get our retirement <laughs> funds in order and then and then uh, and then release it. And then we'll be uh, like, "Ha, we we got you. All right. All right. Well, uh th- thanks for listening. That's it for this show. If you would like to chime in about Ion Hersi Ali or uh, people leaving atheism, abandoning us in our time of need, Feel free.
0: Uh, the The address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd uh, love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go
1: to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGI Atheist and click the like button.
0: And if you'd like to join one of our members only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only yeah hey thanks so much to the red rock hot club for the use of their music and thanks to gordon johnston for the use of his music and thanks to all y'all for tuning in we sure do appreciate you thanks so much bye-bye